Honest Money is proudly sponsored by Outsurance. Pets are like furry members of our families, but the honest truth is life can happen to them too, and expensive vet bills could catch you by surprise. Outsurance Pet Insurance gives you a safety net so that you can give your pet quality medical care while remaining financially stable. Protect your dogs and cats and your wallet by SMSing PET to 30165. Outsurance, you always get something out. Outsurance is a licensed insurer and FSP. T's, C's and limits apply. SMSs are free. Welcome to Honest Money. We, we've got a really interesting show today and I'm going to say it's a, it's a bit of a, a topic that's very close to my heart. We're going to be talking about pet insurance today and, and we're going to get into it now, but I just want to introduce our, our guest, Carla Bernardi, a product lead for Outsurance Pets. Uh, Carla, thanks so much for, for being on the show. Well, thanks for inviting me. It's a real honor to be here. So uh, I'm the proud owner of, uh, or I shouldn't say owner, it doesn't feel like an owner, the proud uh, servant to two pet <laughs> staffies. Uh, and, and so, um, you know, this is something I really wanted to talk about because it's, it's something I don't understand at all. But, but I do know my vet spills get big sometimes and, and a bit scary. And, and of course, it usually happens about two days before month end when, and that really freaks me out. So, so I thought this is a lovely topic and, and, and perhaps we can just start by, by understanding what, what exactly is pet insurance? Yeah, so I think the one thing that confuses consumers out there is the fact that it is called pet insurance because it's much more a medical aid type of cover for your, your pets. So just like we take out medical aid cover for ourselves, which will either cover hospital expenses or your GP visits or your um, medical um, medicine, medicine costs, it is exactly the same for your pet. So you can choose cover options that will be there for you when that unexpected event happen and you have this huge bill that you need to pay, you need to pay for an illness or a, just a normal vet visit. And yeah, I think also the one thing these days why pet insurance is becoming so much more prominent is the fact that people see animals or especially the dogs and cats more part of their family as really just a pet out there. So like we take out a medical aid cover for our family, I think that's also why we need to take out the pet cover for our, for our four-legged family friends. And, and so you, you say four-legged, is it is- Pet insurance typically aimed at uh, at sort of uh, dogs and cats. You know, can I? I don't have a snake, but if I had a python, could I insure my python or my parrot? Or yeah, so um, it's mostly aimed at cats and dogs. There are a few insurers out there that actually do cover exotic pets. So I am the owner of a, an exotic pet, and we are, I have two bunnies. So currently, um, there are pet insurers out there that do do give those cover, but it is um, very few and far between. Mostly, it is only for cats and dogs. Okay, and and so you say it's a bit like a medical aid. So so for example, if you know if the dogs get something like cancer or something like that, is this the kind of thing insurance I can get to to cover some of those costs? Yes, exactly. Cancer, your diabetes, your um, luxating patella operations, any any illness or accidental event that um, can quite easily get you a, a forty thousand rand bill. Um, this is what you need. And uh, and I mean, we're talking about insurance, so so I guess things like funeral cover. I mean, I know I know we don't take our, our pets to cemeteries, but but obviously, if they if they have to be put down, is this the kind of thing that gets covered as well? 
Yes, so some insurers do cover that as well. So it will be usually for the cremation of the dog and um, the the group cremation, if I can call it like that. Some animal lovers do have their own individual pet um, ceremony, if that's the right word, I don't know. Um, but that isn't covered. It is just the cremation of the dog or, and the euthanasia of the dog or cat that will get covered um, under pet insurance. Okay. So, so I mean, uh, I'm just thinking about m- myself with my dogs, and, and, I mean, we've been taking them to the same vet for the last 10 years. I, I, am I forced now, if I take this insurance out, to to send my dogs to kind of like some of the medical aids nowadays, they tell you where you can get treated. Is it the same with, with pet insurance? Luckily not. So most pet insurers act actually give you the option to take your pet anywhere. Um, The one thing that I think uh, people should be cautious about or just um, note is that um, some pet insurers actually tell you they have standard tariffs and um, they will pay up to, like for medical aid, say 70% of that bill or 80% of that bill. So you can take your pet anywhere, but there are limits that do apply and that's just something clients or possible future clients should take into account when they they choose their uh, specific pet insurance company that's amazing and and so uh, you know sometimes i know with with uh, the my hounds they had uh, uh, really bad skin allergies and there was this treatment that we could get from the states uh, that our vet prescribed is so do we get kind of that kind of cover as well or is it uh, is it more for generic sort of you know issues now, also skin conditions, eye conditions, ear conditions, anything of the sort. And then also some pet insurers, not all of them, um, do give cover for chronic medication. So um, skin conditions can sometimes be a chronic um, condition. And then that would also be covered as an add-on or as an extra benefit that you can get cover for. Okay. And and when does one take this out? I mean, if you, you, you know, can you take it out when your dogs are older or is it only when they're pups? How, how does it work? I should so say most... cats as well. I mustn't forget about the cat lovers. I'll get upset <laughs> it's okay. You're a dog lover. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> um, and the fortunate thing actually is that for cats, um, cats are less prone to illnesses. So um, dogs are more prone to getting ill. Um but to answer your question, so it can be from puppy age up until um, mostly nine years of age. So um, the the most general age band, if I can call it like that, it would be between eight weeks and nine years old, where you can get cover. And then for pets that are older than nine years, um, some pet insurers do provide cover, but that is will only be limited to accidental events and not your illness type events. So um, that is just one thing that people can still consider when they, they get their older pets and want to uh, put them on cover. I mean, I, I guess like like everything, you know, people will have to get a quote for their animal. That, you know, you can't you can't sort of just say it'll cost X per per animal, but uh, I'm sure it's it's per type of type of animal and breed and all those things. But but what sort of a range of 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 premiums would someone expect? Is it similar to to human medical aid? Is it cheaper, more expensive? Much cheaper, fortunately. Um, so. <laughs> Um, it's actually uh, in in the market out there, the premiums that pet insurers charge mostly are actually flat or fixed premiums. So they will mostly market it also on their website. Um, 
So what um, they will distinguish on is between cats and dogs. Cats and dogs have different premiums. And then between the different plant types that's available, you will have a more expensive and a less expensive plant type. Um, some pet insurers like us actually do distinguish between breeds. Um, so you will charge a different premium per breed. And that's where you will really need to do the quote before you know um, what the type of premium you, you will need to pay. Um, but yeah, so mostly you can actually check online and you'll see premiums. And for the accidental cover, which is your most basic cover, it can vary from 60 Rand to 120 Rand. And then the, then you get expensive covers out there that can be 400 Rand per pet per month, for example. So there's a quite a wide range of types of covers available. And, um, then the premiums also vary according to the, the uh, limits that you choose. Okay, so four hundred rand for for potentially a forty thousand rand claim that that becomes quite a, uh, a quite a good premium for me. I'm starting to do the math, um, and and I guess uh, uh, I mean a you know a Great Dane would probably be more expensive to insure than a Jack Russell, except the Jack Russell's probably going to r- run out of the property more often. <laughs> yeah, so um, it's actually quite a a number of things that we, well we now take into account when we determine the. The, the premium based on breeds. So your Jack Russell in this example will be the one that um, um, goes out there and um, would be the, the brave dog, even though this is the smaller one, possibly. <laughs> it, what, it, what did I say? It's about the size of the... It's not about the size of the dog, but the fight of the dog, or yeah, there's the, a saying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah the, yeah, the fight in the dog, yeah. Yeah. So um, the... In these instances, it will be that type of um, behavioral aspect that also has an influence on the, prim- on the premium. And then you get your your breeds, um, and I do not want to pick on anyone, but there are some that are more prone to being getting illnesses and certain conditions that um, than, for example, your Jack Russell may, might have. So it is a, a variety of things that we take into account when we determine what breed will be the more risky um, type of breed. And, and just just general, you know, around pet insurance, is this sort of a, a, a growing trend worldwide as, as, as people, are people doing this more and more around the, the country and the globe? Or is, is this kind of unique to South Africa? No, it's actually very interesting. It is also worldwide. And um, what I do like about, it's not so developed in South Africa yet, but even worldwide, some for the pet insurers out there have, like Facebook pages for their um, members or clients and they can share photos and things that they do with their pets. So it becomes almost a, a pet com- community out there, which is very cool. And I think something that, that South Africa should also uh, hopefully soon be able to introduce here. Yeah, well, I can tell you, remembering the puppy classes, the, I can tell you dog owners are special people just generally. So I guess they, they, if they can connect together, that's great. Yeah, and, no, um, definitely. And, and if we looked at this, uh, I mean, uh, you know, this is the Honest Money Show. So I always want to find out what, what's the sort of insider tips that, that people need to know about when they're looking for, for pet insurance. What are the things they should be aware of? What's good? What's bad? You know, how do they get good premiums? Yeah, so um, I think for me, firstly, the thing that the, the listeners should look out for when they choose pet insurance is their, the limits that apply. So various um, pet insurers has, have different limits that apply. Some have one basic limit. Um, so we talk about a per claim limit, for example, 
Whereas others, even if you have a per claim limit, you will have um, sublimits under that. So it will be a case of you can claim for, let's, for example, say up to 40,000, but for the surgery portion, it will be limited to 2,000 rand. And for the medication, it will be limited to 1,000 rand. So all these limits really make it very difficult to pay for that, that full um, claim amount. And then also, like I mentioned, some pet insurers do have the tariffs that, that is out there um, and they only pay up to that standard uh, standard tariff um, rates. And the tricky thing about that is um, the, the veterinary fees are actually not regulated currently anymore. So vets can basically charge whatever they, they like. Um, and that's also why you will get, get your scent and pet maybe charging a bit more than your let's say, Garfontein pet out there. So um, it's very, yeah, for me, it's very important that people are just conscious about the limits and all of the level of the limits that apply. And then the other big thing is your waiting periods. So just like we have for our medical aid covers, there's also um, waiting periods on certain conditions that will apply. Um, and accidental cover is usually immediate, but illness covers... Um, usually have a waiting period that applies. And then there's also mostly a, a pre-existing and hereditary and congenital condition waiting period that can apply. So these are things that I think clients should just look out for to, to check how long will that waiting period be before they can actually make use of those covers. Then another important thing is also the excess. So like we do have in our short-term insurance space, the clients have an excess that they need to pay if they want to um, put in a claim. It's the, it's the same for the pet insurers, insurance. And also one of the things out there which is very common is the for a percentage excess to apply. And one thing to be cognizant of on that percentage excess is that for whatever the claim amount will be, that percentage of a claim will need to be will need to be paid up front. And if we talk about 18% um, excesses, and if you look at a 20,000 Rand claim, that can be around 3,600 Rand, which is a lot of money to for some people to just have right up front. So look out for those percentage excesses versus insurers that have flat excesses and you know right up front it will be 500 Rand that I need to put down and that's that's that. Yeah, so I think those are the three most important things that I would take a look at when I um, when I buy pet insurance. And then the the last thing is the exclusions. So I think people might might get a bit afraid if they look at the exclusion lists or that are, that are applicable on pet insurance. But so just take a look, read your policy wording, make sure that you get the cover that your pet really needs um, and that there's no fine print like with any other contract that um, will make you feel like you have less cover than when it comes to claim stage than what you actually thought you had. So, so you want that list to be of exclusions to be as short as possible. Uh, you want your excess to be as 
budgetable as possible. So flat excess is nice because you can just have that money set aside in your budget. Uh, and then I think the, yeah, I mean that, that the point around the, the limits is one I never thought of. So so you want as few limits as possible um, if you're trying to choose a good a good plan. But obviously there'll always be a maximum amount that any insurer would pay for for, for yes. an animal per year or per event. Or so okay, great. That's that's really valuable. Thank you. And uh, and then my 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 favorite last question: What's the one thing you want uh, someone listening to this to know about pet insurance? If you could if you could tell them the one most valuable thing. For me, um, personally, I love pets. I love my dogs and cats, or I do not have cats, but I would love them. And I, I mean, when I still studied, I had Jasper. He was a Dachshund, and he he basically studied just as hard at us as I did. So take care of your pets and be there for them. And if the push comes to shove and you can't, and you need to make that decision between can I financially afford this versus just being able to afford it and pay for that um, that specific uh, claim or veterinary expense, be able to do that and to take extend your pet's life. I think the more we have our pets in our lives, the better. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think you know, you know, it's one of those things where if you if you if you don't literally don't have the money for an operation that saves your animal's life, and that's your like for me, that's my child. You know, my my my, my dogs or my kids. Uh, I, I can't imagine uh, having to make that decision. So I think it's a it's an important thing, and and also just you know my own point on this is that I'm, I've been skeptical of pet insurance because I've never done the quotes and I always thought the prices were quite high. But listening to you, it sounds to me like they're actually very reasonable, much more much more reasonable than my human medical ad. I can tell you. So <laughs> so to the listeners out there, uh, you know, especially if you're an animal lover. Uh, you know, it's, it's something worth considering, but do, do your homework as always and uh, and make sure that you do your comparisons, you know, they're, not, not, they're not all exactly the same. I think that's always the point, the point around these things is uh, make sure you understand what's going on. Uh, Carla, yeah. thanks so much for being on the show. It was wonderful to have you and it was for, for me personally a really fascinating show. I really appreciate your time. Thank you very much, Warren. I appreciate being here. Honest Money was proudly brought to you by Outsurance. With Outsurance Pet Insurance, you can keep your finances in check without having to compromise on your furry friend's medical care. Choose between three plans that cover accidents, illness, vet visits, routine care, as well as extras catered specifically to your pet's needs. To get quality, affordable insurance for your dogs and cats, SMS PET to 30165. That's PET to 30165. Outsurance. You always get something out. Outsurance is a licensed insurer and FSP. T's, C's and limits apply. SMSs are free.